0: Good job, man. Give him another hand, please. That first song he sang, he, re- he reminded me, he's singing that goes a long ways back. He wanted to know I was an old man. It is good to be here this morning that we have gathered here together. And I remember back in the day, we had the song that said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. For we are the redeemed of God. We've been redeemed. And by the blood, the shed of blood on the cross, our sins are forgiven. And with his body, we are connected as we come together. And we're connected with his presence and his power. I recall Alan Jackson in the song he sang, again, one of those old goodies. There's power. There's power. There's wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. That's why we are here this morning. We get to come together in remembrance of what Jesus set forward for us. So I invite you this morning, as Paul said in Ephesians, that your heart, the eyes of your heart, are so enlightened. The privilege that we have as we come together. Turn with me, if you would, please, to First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. In 17, Paul says to them in his letter, is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body. For we all share the one loaf. And we know that Paul wanted to make clear to them, as it is made clear to us, that the one loaf is so referenced in John six thirty-five, when Jesus declared that he is the bread of life. You see, the loaf is the bread of life. And Paul was dealing with their inconsistency. They were coming together, and they were draped in adultery. They were part of a pagan society, and they worshiped gods and goddesses, such as Apollos and Aphrodite. But Paul wanted them to be reminded that the Lord's Supper, (laughs) that the Lord's Supper is a spiritual experience though it is administered physically but it is spiritual we connect as the body of christ through the indwelling of the holy spirit i love what the writer says it says this that we look at when we are prop when we properly share in communion we spiritually participate in fellowship with jesus christ and other believers Across the world, we are a part of the body. This is a special, special time that Jesus set forth that when we come together, we connect. We are assured. Paul wanted to remind them of the significance of their gathering. As we are to be reminded, their daily interactions... Constantly all around them there was adultery, such as it is with us. So when we come together now, we acknowledge that we are the body. I want to tell you a story, or actually a story that I ran across as I was preparing the teaching today. And see, I'm convinced that the greatest gift in life is that to be remembered. To be remembered, Henry Blackaby called it a legacy, that we leave a legacy. Each of us, as we move up into our years, and as we look back, we want to have that association of that for which we have left in life that says we lived. But more than just physically, we lived for Christ and spiritually There are markers that we lived. This story I thought was very interesting and very apropos. Here's what it says. When our two sons, when our two sons were little, they went to visit my grandmother, my grandfather. He was very old and his memory was failing. When they knocked on the door and asked to come in, he sent them away because he didn't remember who they were. They had been to his house lots of times, but he hadn't, he didn't recognize them, they were deeply hurt. Imagine what it would be like to be forgotten by your grandparents, your parents, or your children. It would certainly be very painful. We want to be remembered. Jesus also wants desperately to be remembered by his children, us. He wants us to never forget what he did for us. Sometimes, Christians do forget, and Jesus is hurt. He does not want to be forgotten or taken for granted. He does not want to be taken for granted. For that reason, he gave us a special way to remember him, and especially to remember he died on a cross for us. Each time we come to the communion service, we should be reminded of his debt. For our sins. Now there are three things I'd like to cover with you in terms of what we should remember. Those things are, are reflected in the bulletin. The first is that when we come together, we are to remember. This is not to focus on dwelling on the agonies of the cross, but more so it is to remember the marvelous life and ministry of our Savior. What Jesus did for us, we are empowered. We have access. We have access to the living God. We no longer have to have anyone to go before God on our behalf. Jesus, when he died on the cross, when he said it was finished, he said the veil was rent, and we now have access. We We are to remember that Number two, the supper is a time of refreshing and communion. As we participate in the benefits of Jesus' death and resurrected life, we are actually being nourished and empowered from the risen Christ through the Holy Spirit. Through the Spirit that lives in us, we're refreshed when we come together. That's what this is about. This is about coming together and just, look at that, just, Lord, that anointing, that that you do in us, fill us up so that when we leave those doors, we go out ready to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to give what has been given to us. And number three, the supper is a time of recommitment and anticipation. We are to examine ourselves as we're partaking in the communion. In doing so, we renew our dedication to Christ and his people in hopeful anticipation. 1 Corinthians 11, 28, and 29 says this, For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment upon themselves. That is why many among you are sick, And a number of you have fallen asleep. So before we take the elements this morning, we're going to take that time to go before God and ask God, just, Lord, a clean heart and create a right spirit in me. Anything that has gone on, Lord, in my life that's not of you, cleanse me, forgive me for my trespasses, as I feel go, forgive, forgive those who have trespassed against me. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil for that kingdom's sake. Just the way Jesus instructed us to pray. I love what John MacArthur says. Christ ended the Passover and instituted a new memorial to himself. It would not look back to a lamb in Egypt as the symbol of God's redeeming love and power, but to the very Lamb of God. By the sacrificial shedding of his own blood, he took away the sins of the whole world. In that one meal, he both terminated the old and inaugurated the new. We have a new covenant, a better covenant it said as it says in Hebrews, a new and better covenant, what the Lord has done for us, his people. Now, I know we, we, we hear a lot the word symbolic and symbolism, and it is. It is. It's, 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 it is symbolic. But we need to be really careful Because we take it so literally that sometimes we come in and we just go through the process. I want to remind you of something else that we do that is symbolic. But it's connected to what goes on in the spirit. Baptism. We follow Christ's instructions. We follow his example. And we're baptized. But Mark 16, 16 says this after you believe be baptized and you're saved he connects the two so it is with communion listen to what jesus says in john 6:54 whosoever eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life and will i will raise them up at the last day yeah you know what that's very symbolic but it has spiritual connotations. In my opinion, and I wrote this out, I asked the Lord, the Lord give me something that I can say to them that would be reflective of the fact that though it happens physically, it represents spiritual movement within us. Baptism and communion, though both are symbolic in nature, They denote a position of reconciliation between man and Jehovah God and the transformation of the believer from death to to eternal life. See Jesus desires that we connect with him deeply, deeply, intimately. He says, seek me and you will find me, knock and the door shall be opened. Ask, and it shall be given unto you so he want us to connect with him that's what this is about when we come to remember to remember what this means just as the living father sent me and i live because of the father so the one who feeds on me will live because of me that's john 657 After Jesus says, eat and drink of me, he says, just like I live in the Father, you will live in me. That's what it is. He wants us to connect with him deeply. I went to pastor and I said, pastor, help me articulate this position when Jesus says, eat of his body and drink of my blood. And the two of us conferred for a while and we concluded that what he was focusing on is, To deeply engage him, so though it's symbolic, it's symbolic of on the outside of what has occurred in the inside. The Old Testament sacrifices, when they would do them, covered their sins, but in the New Testament, our sins are removed. That's what we come today to celebrate. Our sins are removed. I was reminded of what Paul said in Galatians 2, verse 20. He says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body I live by fate in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He died for me. So this is special. This radiates from heaven because the Spirit of God representing Jesus and the Father lives inside of us. And we invited him here, among us, that we will do what Jesus told us to do in remembrance of Him. Amen. Now I know some of you were prepared for me to preach for about an hour and a half. I'm sure Art was over there. It's good to say I'm going to hit that trap door if he goes beyond that. But I've asked the Lord to help me, and guess what? To some degree, I'm finished. But here's what i believe what the lord has set forth before us will continue to radiate in us in our hearts in our minds and our spirits forevermore so you may be here today and you may not have him as your lord and savior or you may be looking for a place to come and worship and you know you just happened to be here today well you didn't just happen to be here you're here because god would have you to be here so i'm going to pray in a moment And if that's you and you're looking for a place to come and to worship, I could not think of a better place than First Baptist Church of Leesburg. Bow with me now as we pray. But if that's you and you want to come forth, please, please, this is the time. Father, we thank you.